Welcome to The Dental Brief, the world's direct, right-to-the-point podcast produced to get you the information you need to learn and grow your practice. To learn more about our guests and find links to information discussed on our show, visit our website, dentalbrief.com. On to today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. I'm very happy to have with us um, very special guests today coming from Georgia, Dr. Rico Short, say hello to our audience. Hello. Hello, guys. Hope you guys are doing well today. Hey, glad to have you here. Always grateful when a dentist um, comes on the program to share with our audience and help other dentists out. Um, Dr. Short, you're an endodontist. Tell me how you got into dentistry and, and how you got into your specialty. Well, I got into dentistry um, kind of by default. Uh, we I was raised in a single parent household and uh, my mother, uh, we didn't have a really high dental IQ. So I always found myself in a dental chair and I was one of those kids that loved candy, ate a whole bunch of candy and just did not really take good care of my teeth. And I just remember having these bad toothaches and always going to the dentist and get, getting things done. And in high school, I, I knew I wanted to be some kind of doctor and I liked math and science and I figured that, you know what, dentistry may be the path of least resistance because I'm always at the dental office getting stuff done in my teeth. So I felt like I was already a dentist before I even went to any kind of uh, formal education training. And then I ended up um, having a mentor um, in my hometown of Columbus, Georgia, um, and he was an African-American dentist. And actually, he was the first African-American doctor I've ever seen or met. And um, he mentored me and um, really helped me. Um, try to figure out if I wanted to do dentistry as a career. In the summertime, I would hang out at his office and file charts and do those kind of things. So I watched him do a lot of cool procedures and things like that. And um, that kind of sparked my interest. And he became my mentor all the way throughout undergrad and also um, throughout dental school. It's a terrific story. Um, it's always great to hear how people got to where they're at and to kind of get a taste of where they're going. Um, so being an endodontist, you're working with, you know, general dentists um, all over your area. And I know you've written a, a, some books and we'll get to that in just a little bit. But tell me, what are some problems that you see um, general dentists facing today? Some issues and, and problems that they're coming to you with um, or that you see them having? Um, I see a lot of general dentists really getting over the head on a lot of complex cases. You know, and I know a lot of general dentists want to be this super generalist and do everything. And you know, I tell people, you know, you want to just specialize. I was a general dentist, so I'm not, you know, I'm speaking from experience. When I was a general dentist, I wanted to try to do all this stuff and realize it was really stressful trying to master everything, you know, and you just want to find a couple of things that you're really good and hone at and do it. But endodontics is one of those things that can drag you through the mud if you're not careful. There's no quick shortcuts. Everybody want to have a shortcut way. Give me this magical file, this magical formula. And unfortunately, every tooth is different. So there's no real magical formula. You can get yourself in a bunch of trouble. In fact, I had a dentist, um, um, as a fact, yesterday, he got into a case um, and he got head over his heel. He separated a file. Uh, patient had a lot of infection there and he started freaking out and he wanted me to fix this thing immediately. And I said, hey, I can get it fixed, but I can't do it right now and stop everything I'm doing because some of these procedures can take an hour just to get the file out. Well, he, he was upset at the situation and I calmed him down. I was like, Hey, you know, this might've been one you should have probably referred out, you know, and, and now um, I'm going to have to try to calm everything and keep this patient from calling the board and 
getting this dentist in trouble. And, and, and also the dentist, you know, he didn't want to pay for the treatment. I'm like, here it is this, this issue had on your hand, the blood is on your hand, so to speak. At sure. least you want to try to make sure that you take care of the patient. So this patient don't go irate and call the board to get an attorney. So at least pay for the treatment and then let me handle it. And then we'll take care of it. Well, he didn't want to do that. He wanted to try to handle it himself. And I've seen this story play out numerous of time in my 25 years of being an endodontist. And it's just not going to play out well. And he's a, he's a young dentist and he wants to do it all his way. And, you know, we'll see what happens. And that's that's the main thing. I see a lot of dentists, they get, you know, they get way over their heads. They don't have a really good relationship with an endodontist. They they send some endodontist um, just all their, you know, grub work, the trash work. They don't really throw them a bone, nice bone here or there. And then they want you to bail them out. And that's just hard. You know, that's just just like, you know, it's like being in an abusive marriage. <laughs> you know, here it is. You know, you, you, you're, you're saying one thing and all of a sudden you're in a tight situation. You want to bail them out, but then you don't hear from them any other time. So that's the other thing that really you got to be careful as a, as a general dentist. You want to make sure that, you know, you take care of your, 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 your specialist, your endodontist, you know, send them some nice cases every now and again, and, and also just communicate, you know, and if you, and if you made a mistake, you know, just admit it. Let us know. Hey, you know, what? I broke a file. Hey, I made a perforation here so we can know what we're dealing with so that we're not blindsided so we can help you manage the case and more importantly, manage the patient. And so that's one of the things that I'm seeing now. And it's just, you know, becoming an epidemic. And um, and I tell people the smartest dentists are the ones that know how to pick and choose their battles in endodontics and also, you know, have a good re referral um, uh, reputation with their sure. endodontist. And that's just, that's business in general too, though, isn't it? It's not just dentistry, right? I mean, it's not uncommon for people in business to start chasing butterflies, right? Or trying to, you know, find the next, um, you know, the, the next golden goose, if you will. So you get into, you know, clear aligners or ortho, or you get into implants and placing implants, what have you, because you think, hey, this is the way that I'm going to make money. But it's really, you just, you're just chasing something that you could have if you just really focused in on, you know, forgive the term, but bread and butter dentistry, right? Yeah. And, and, and I, like I said, you know, you can do well doing bread and bread and butter dentistry. And also you can do well if, if you have a passion for endodontics. Okay. Sure. And you go to the courses and you take continuing education and you do hands-on and you, you know, listen to some of my podcasts on endodontics and get, uh, I just released a textbook. And if you get immersed in that, you will be able to pick and choose your cases. And if it doesn't go well, you already know the steps that you need to take to make sure the patient and the case have a favorable outcome. But if not, you're just really just creating just, just this, you know, you just create more stress than you already, already have on your shoulders. And, and you're right. You know, you get into all this thing in dentistry platform is so wide. I mean, there's so many things you can get into. But when you start putting your toes in every single hole, you know, eventually, you know, it's going to get broken. You know, you have to pick and choose your battles. And, and, I, and I tell general dentists, I mentor many general dentists all over the country, even worldwide. And I say, look, find those things that you're good at and you're passionate about. And then you focus on those things and the, all the other stuff, just send it out. And you'll find yourself being more profitable, more, you know, uh, proficient and efficient. And be happy, you know, about the profession that you've chosen.
Yeah. Makes a lot of sense to me. Um, and I'm sure it does our audience too. When we think about it, um, let's talk about your uh, account on Amazon and encourage our audience to check out, um, go to Amazon search, Dr. Rico D short, um, and you'll find books, videos, so much content on here. Um, you know, and I know you have this textbooks coming out, even another book out getting the root of your problem. Let's talk a little bit about in the eye of the storm or in the eye of a storm. Tell us a little bit about that book. Well, in the eye of a storm actually is my second was my second book I released. And um, I was basically at a water park with my family going down a water slide. And I'm usually risk averse and I'm going down the water slide. I end up hydroplaning off the slide and my thumb went through my left eyeball and almost knocked it out. So I was blind in one eye, this catastrophic injury. So um, I couldn't practice. I couldn't practice. Um I was losing income and I didn't even have a surgeon to work on me for about four or five months. And so here it is. I'm like, thank God I kept my number one disability insurance. Number two, my business office overhead expense insurance. And number three, I had a six month nest egg. So if something were to happen, I don't have to just panic and feel like, oh, my God, like I'm going to lose everything. So fortunately, I had those things to kind of help me through this, this, you know, this, this storm I was facing. And um, through all that, um, I didn't have an associate. And so I was trying to figure out, am I going to keep my practice? Am I going to be able to have to sell it? And I actually kept my staff on board. And I was going through this storm for about seven months. And so during this process, I was trying to figure out how in the world am I going to, number one, stay sane. And I had to really rely on my faith my faith in God, my faith in um, just trusting that no matter what I'm going through, he's really going to help me through it. And so I started journaling. I started journaling my, my fears. I started journaling my faith and I started just writing these things out. Well, lo and behold, all these journal entries actually turned into the book. So towards the end of this, this, this I thing that I was going through, um, I decided to release this book. So I wrote this book with one eye. So you will see some punctuation marks. You will see some passion. You will see some tears um, if you go and check out this book because it's, it's a real life while I was going through the process. And I ended it, you know, I don't want to give the, the, give the story away, but I ended it when I didn't know what was going to happen because I wanted to make sure that I published this book in the middle of my storm, not on the end where you have a nice bow wrapped and everything is great. So that's the journey. And it's 45 days of turbulence and peace, 45 days that I experienced turbulence and I had to find peace through the turbulence. And I wrote it because everybody is going to go through a storm. You may go through a financial storm, may go through a marital storm. You may go through a storm in your health, like I did, you know, in your business um, and how you handle those storms. It's really important. So I was able to pour in a lot of those things that, that I learned from other mentors and things that I learned through my faith to help me get through it. Now, on the other side of the storm, now I have to kind of tell people how it actually turned out. And thankfully, it turned out really well. And so um, I, I, I've had an opportunity and have the opportunity to be able to talk about this on various platforms. In fact, um, I'm one of the featured ADA speakers um, in Houston that's coming up, and I'm going to share that story. And, um, and I'm excited to be able to share that story about how I was able to to make it through my storm and encourage other people to make it through theirs. Yeah, it's a terrific story and appreciate you sharing that. I'm going to ask you um, one more question. 
let's say somebody's doing some endo in their office and they, they are passionate about it, they really want to get great. How do you, what's your, how do you recommend they go about finding the best possible uh, courses uh, to take? Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of courses out there to take. Um, one of the things that I would recommend is go to the AAE website, um, www.aae.org. And then you just find where there's courses available. And I'm also a volunteer speaker. Um, and I go and speak, um, all over the country about different topics of endodontics, diagnosis, um, uh, irrigation, obturation, trauma, those kind of things. Um, and those are tools where you can kind of get in order to be uh, more proficient at doing endodontics. And also some hands-on courses. Hands-on courses are great. They're there. You know, some of the things that you kind of have to be careful about is some of the heavily, I call them heavily sponsored courses. Um, I'm independent. I'm one of the few independent speakers out there. So I don't sell products. I talk about products that I use or I have used. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in some of these products. And then I kind of move forward. So some of the people are unfortunately salespeople. And I always try to, you know, encourage um, a lot of my viewers and listeners to be careful when you go into a sales pitched um, type of uh, course, because they're going to tell you that their files is the best and they don't break and da, 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 da. And, and there's a lot of fluff in that. You know, all files can break because everybody asks me, what's the best file? Which one won't break? I'm like, if you use it, it can break. <laughs> you know. Sure. So um, the thing is, is knowing what you're using, why you're using it. Can you use in this particular case? Um, because there's no cookie cutter method. Like there's no one file that fits all, one technique that fits all. And so, you know, the more you know on how to choose your arm armamentarium, you know, the better you'll be. I mean, no one's going to take, you know, a Lamborghini off-road because it's not designed for that, you know. So there are certain files that, that are designed that you can take off-road and there's some that works better on a straight road. And I talk about that in my lectures and talk about all these different file types that you can use and also talk about the kinds that, you know, it doesn't really matter in this case. Some cases it doesn't really matter what you use, you know? So, um, so those are the kind of things that, that I talk about. Um, so you just kind of be careful when you go out there and, and sign up for some courses and just make sure you're not, you know, in a, in a sales pitch type of room. Sure. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, I want to thank you one more time, Dr. Short. Um, I, first I want to encourage our audience to check you out on Amazon go to Amazon, search uh, Dr. Rico Short or Dr. Rico D. Short, um, and we'll find you there. And just, you know, again, doctor, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate your time. My pleasure. And also to the audience, if you do any social media, you can always find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I post a case daily called the Short Case of the Day. And it's a free case. It tells you tools and tips cases that you may want to attempt, cases you want to send out, and just give you tips on how to treat certain cases. And so I've been doing this for almost 10 years. In fact, I think I was the first um, endodontist that started putting cases out and telling people, hey, this is what we can do as an endodontist. And now everybody kind of jumped on the bandwagon, which is cool. And also, too, if you as a dentist, I want to encourage you, show your cases, show your best. You have a skill. You have a talent. The world needs to see what you can do. So don't hide your talent. You know, if you're a social media person, put your cases out there. You know, people need to see what you can do as well. That's, that's awesome. And I'm just going to make sure it's facebook.com forward slash root canal doc, D-O-C, correct? That's correct. Yeah, awesome. And, yeah, and, check uh, it out. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, definitely, uh, audience, please check it out. And uh, 
Dr. Short, again, appreciate it. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Did you know you can weigh in on today's topic on Facebook? Search The Dental Brief on Facebook or visit our website, dentalbrief.com, and just follow the link. We look forward to having you join us again on another episode of The Dental Brief.